0: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Speaking from my heart as a mom and a grandmom and remembering my own mom today who died earlier this year, I offer this prayer for Mother's Day. Please pray with me. Mothering God, thank you for all of those who have birthed and nurtured us, physically and spiritually offering us life. For grandmothers and aunts, sisters and neighbors, cousins, friends, We remember them with gratitude today for all they have shared with us and how they have shaped our lives. We celebrate their many gifts of love and we ask, Lord, that you help us to forgive and learn from their shortcomings. Compassionate one, thank you for holding the pain of those who are not able to conceive and give birth and for the mothers whose children have died, continue to fill their empty spaces with your comforting presence and peace. May your spirit pierce our hearts today with her love that your grace overflows through us, amen. On this fourth Sunday of Easter, we're taking a look at the Good Shepherd. Each Sunday in the three-year lectionary cycle, Psalm 23 and a portion of John 10 are read. Jesus as the Shepherd is a theme woven throughout the 10th chapter of John. My devotional each day this past week offered a different passage about shepherds and sheep from Jeremiah 23 to Ezekiel 34, from Isaiah 40 to 1 Peter 5. And I found that significant, and it was a little bit hard for me to avoid this shepherd theme, which was so clearly before me, as I thought about and prepared for today's message. Who is this good shepherd? And who is the shepherd calling us to guide and care for today jesus's words found earlier in john 10 begin to answer my first question when we hear jesus saying i am the good shepherd the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep i know my own sheep and my own sheep know me And from our Gospel lesson this morning, Jesus adds these words, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life. They will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. And from last week's Gospel that Father Noah did a beautiful job with, Hearing Jesus' clear call to Peter, feed my lambs, tend my sheep. David's psalm adds some of the finer details to this good shepherd's resume. You'll remember that David is a shepherd before being chosen by Samuel as Israel's king. If anyone, can accurately describe what a good shepherd does, David is a reliable source. David knows firsthand the dangers and difficulties of being a shepherd, the herding, the constant searching for green grass and water, providing protection and safety, and binding up sheep wounds I asked Kate and Rudy Miller about this psalm before they left for their mission in Kenya. I knew that Rudy was referencing Psalm 23 in his men's Bible study not long ago. Kate wondered about the psalm being read so often at funerals when she said it speaks so much to life and to living. And Rudy took off his glasses and in his best teaching voice said, well, you know, it's a metaphor. (laughs) A journey is described. It's about being involved and engaged with others all of life, no matter where you are on the journey. And so it is. David's Psalm itself describes a life journey led by the shepherd from green pastures and still waters through dark valleys to a prepared table and the promise of God's presence forever. Think about your own life right now. Where are you on the journey? And who acts as a shepherd for you? This may be a comfortable season for you, and you are gratefully experiencing the green pastures and the still waters and the restored souls and right paths that David describes. Maybe you can more easily identify with being in a valley living in a shadow of darkness, whether you define that darkness as loss or grief, or perhaps you are cautiously tiptoeing back into life after COVID, getting your feet back on the ground, but the weight of isolation and uncertainty are still heavy on your shoulders. You may be in a stage of life juggling a stressful or painful change at work or a transition or something going on within your family or standing in a busy intersection with no clear trail markers. Do I take this path or make that turn? And what if I just stayed right where I am with all those questions? Will I ever get moving again, or will I always be paralyzed? As I reread David's psalm, I kept hearing, "This this is about relationship. This journey is about relationship. This psalm is about making connections. You can't separate sheep and shepherds where they get and the sheep get into trouble. And even though we don't use this language of sheep and shepherds much anymore, I think there is something for us in it today. As Rudy offered, it's about being engaged with and involved with others no matter where we are in life. Who are we called to shepherd? To come alongside and offer life Shepherds take time to create connections of safety and trust. They build relationships of love. Shepherds lead with knowledge of what another needs through keen observation and active listening, wanting what's best for him or for her. And what a comfort it is to know that somebody that we care about, someone who knows us by name, is walking with us. We need not be afraid, no matter how long that dark shadow. We are not alone. Now I want you to take your eyes up to that beautiful front and center work of art Jesus holding the sheep. You can't miss it, right? But whether you're seeing it for the first time today, or maybe you've gotten so used to just coming in, taking your seat, you've forgotten to look up. It is a beautiful reminder just how small and fragile we can be sometimes. We all need to be held and protected like that sheep. Sometimes we, like sheep, keep our heads down and we nibble away at what is right in front of us, content to satisfy our own hunger and totally unaware of what is around us or of the cliff that is right before us. And other times we may wander away from the fold to show our own strength and our independence. And then there are times when we just plain get lost and we need to be rescued and guided back through the valley to that table. Now most of us don't like to think of ourselves as sheep, right? And that's fair. They smell and they're not too smart. But think back a couple of years ago, and you may remember and even admit to feeling pretty small and pretty vulnerable during the pandemic. And thankfully, modern day shepherds showed up Remember when everything shut down and it was scary to even go to the grocery store to pick up groceries or to get medication that you needed? And shepherds and this church voluntarily stepped in to be the runner for whatever was needed. And our Christ and St. Luke staff and volunteers did everything possible to keep us connected and encouraged Sunday worship zoomed into place and we were guided each morning with morning devotion. And consistently loving and supportive phone calls were made by our shepherd priests checking in. How are you doing? Do you need anything? Shepherds invest time and energy hearing where we are on the journey to remind us all that we belong And our souls are restored when we feel known and heard and valued and when we are guided back onto the right path. And another shepherd I know of, one that was in just the right place at just the right time, welcoming a young woman into the church to light a candle for her niece who had just died over at CHKD. What about those images of shepherds standing at the Ukrainian border with a stroller, ready to welcome a mother and her children through the dark valley into safety? Jesus reminds us who The faithful shepherd is and what she does how to be engaged and involved with others no matter where we are on the journey jesus knows us and calls each one of us by name listen we know and trust his voice as he calls us to feed his sheep and we follow to love and serve like the good shepherd. Amen.